Chapter 3, verses 1 through 12. Of Catina Aria, Commentary on the Four Gospels, Collected of the Works of the Fathers. Gospel of St. John, by St. Thomas Aquinas. Chapter 3, verses 1 through 3. There was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. The same came to Jesus by night, and said unto him, Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher come from God, for no man can do these miracles that thou doest, except God be with him. Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Augustine. He had said above that when he was at Jerusalem, many believed in his name, when they saw the miracles which he did. Of this number was Nicodemus, of whom we are told there was a man of the Pharisees, Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. Bede, his rank is given, a ruler of the Jews. And then what he did, this man came to Jesus by night, hoping, that is, by so secret an interview, to learn more of the mysteries of the faith, the late public miracles having given him an elementary knowledge of them. Chrysostom, as yet, however, he was withheld by Jewish infirmity, and therefore he came in the night, being afraid to come in the day. Of such the evangelist speaks elsewhere. Nevertheless, among the chief rulers also many believed on him, but because of the Pharisees they did not confess him, lest they should be put out of the synagogue. Augustine, Nicodemus, was one of the number who believed, but were not as yet born again. Wherefore he came to Jesus by night, whereas those who are born of water and the Holy Ghost are addressed by the Apostle, you are sometimes darkness, but now are ye light in the Lord. Hamo, or well may it be said that he came in the night, enveloped as he was in the darkness of ignorance, and not yet come to the light, i.e., the belief that our Lord was very God. Night in the language of Holy Writ is put for ignorance. And said unto him, Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher come from God. The Hebrew rabbi has the meaning of magister in Latin. He calls him, we see a master, but not God. He does not hint at that. He believes him to be sent from God, but does not see that he is God. Augustine, what the ground of his belief was is plain from what immediately follows. For no one can do these miracles that thou doest, except God be with him. Nicodemus, when he was one of the many who believed in his name, when they saw the signs that he did, Chrysostom, he did not, however, conceive any great idea of them from his miracles, and attributed to him as yet only a human character, speaking of him as a prophet, sent to execute a commission, and standing in need of assistance to do his work, whereas the Father had begotten him perfect, self-sufficient, and free from all defect. It being Christ's design, however, for the present, not so much to reveal his dignity as to prove that he did nothing contrary to the Father. In words, he is often humble, while his acts ever testify his power. And therefore, to Nicodemus, on this occasion, he says nothing expressly to magnify himself. But he imperceptibly corrects his low views of him, and teaches him that he was himself all-sufficient and independent in his miraculous works. Hence he answers, Verily, verily, I say unto you, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. 
Augustine. Those, then, are the persons to whom Jesus commits himself, those born again, who come not in the night to Jesus, as Nicodemus did. Such persons immediately make profession. Chrysostom. He says, therefore, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. As if he said, Thou art not yet born again, i.e. of God, by a spiritual begetting, and therefore thy knowledge of me is not spiritual, but carnal and human. But I say unto thee, that neither thou nor any one, except he be born again of God, shall be able to see the glory which is around me, but shall be out of the kingdom. For it is the begetting by baptism which enlightens the mind. Or the meaning is, except thou art born from above, and hast received the certainty of my doctrines, thou wanderest out of the way, and art far from the kingdom of heaven. By which words our Lord discloses his nature, showing that he is more than he appears to the outward eye. For the expression from above means according to some, from heaven, according to others, from the beginning. Had the Jews heard it, they would have left him in scorn. But Nicodemus shows the love of a disciple by staying to ask more questions. Verses 4 through 8. Nicodemus saith unto him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Marvel not that I said unto thee, Ye must be born again. The wind bloweth where it listeth, and thou hearest the sound thereof. But canst not tell whence it cometh, and whither it goeth. So is every one that is born of the Spirit. Chrysostom. Nicodemus coming to Jesus, as to a man, is startled on learning greater things than man could utter, things too lofty for him. His mind is darkened, and he does not stand firm, but reels like one on the point of falling away from the faith. Therefore he objects to the doctrine as being impossible, in order to call forth a fuller explanation. Two things there are which astonish him, such a birth and such a kingdom, neither yet heard of among the Jews, First he urges the former difficulty as being the greatest marvel. Nicodemus saith unto him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter a second time into his mother's womb and be born? Bede. The question put thus sounds as if a boy might enter a second time into his mother's womb and be born. But Nicodemus, we must remember, was an old man and took his instance from himself as if he said, I am an old man and seek my salvation. How can I enter again into my mother's womb and be born? Chrysostom. Thou callest him rabbi, and sayest that he comes from God, and yet receivest not his sayings, but use to thy master a word which brings in endless confusion. For that how is the inquiry of a man who has no strong belief, and many who have so inquired have fallen from the faith, some asking how God became incarnate, others how he was born. Nicodemus here asks from anxiety, but observe when a man trusts spiritual things to reasonings of his own, how ridiculously he talks. Augustine, it is the spirit that speaketh, whereas he understandeth carnally. He knew of no birth save one, 
that from Adam and Eve, from God and the church, he knows of none. But do thou so understand the birth of the Spirit, as Nicodemus did the birth of the flesh? For as the entrance into the womb cannot be repeated, so neither can baptism. Chrysostom, while Nicodemus stumbles, dwelling upon our birth here, Christ reveals more clearly the manner of our spiritual birth. Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Augustine, as if he said, Thou understandest me to speak of a carnal birth, but a man must be born of water and of the Spirit, if he is to enter into the kingdom of God. If to obtain the temporal inheritance of his human father, a man must be born of the womb of his mother. To obtain the eternal inheritance of his heavenly father, he must be born of the womb of the church. And since man consists of two parts, body and soul, the mode even of this latter birth is twofold. Water, the visible part cleansing the body, the spirit by his invisible cooperation, changing the invisible soul. Chrysostom, if anyone asks how a man is born of water, I ask in return how Adam was born from the ground. For as in the beginning, though the element of water was the subject matter, the man was the work of the fashioner. So now too, through the element of water is the subject matter. The whole work is done by the spirit of grace. He then gave paradise for a place to dwell in. Now he hath opened heaven to us. But what need is there of water to those who receive the Holy Ghost? It carries out the divine symbols of burial, mortification, resurrection, and life. For by the immersion of our heads in the water, the old man disappears and is buried, as it were, in a sepulchre, whence he ascends a new man. Thus shouldest thou learn that the virtue of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost filleth all things, for which reason also Christ lay three days in the grave before his resurrection. That then which the womb is to the offspring, water is to the believer. He is fashioned and formed in the water, but that which is fashioned in the womb needeth time. Whereas the water, all is done in an instant. For the nature of the body is such as to require time for its completion, but the spiritual creations are perfect from the beginning. From the time that our Lord ascended out of the Jordan, water produces no longer reptiles, i.e. living souls, but souls rational and endued with the Spirit. Augustine, because he does not say, except a man be born again of water and of the Spirit, he shall not have salvation or eternal life, but he shall not enter into the kingdom of God. From this some infer that children are to be baptized in order to be with Christ in the kingdom of God where they would not be were they not baptized, but that they will obtain salvation and eternal life even if they die without baptism, not being bound with any chain of sin. But why is a man born again except to be changed from his old into a new state? Or why doth the image of God not enter into the kingdom of God if it be not by reason of sin? Hemo. But Nicodemus, being unable to take in so great and deep mysteries, our Lord helps him by the analogy of our carnal birth, saying, That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the spirit is spirit. For as the flesh generates flesh, so also doth spirit spirit. Chrysostom. 
do not look then for any material production or think that the spirit generates flesh for even the lord's flesh is generated not by the spirit only but also by the flesh that which is born of the spirit is spiritual the birth here spoken of takes place not according to our substance but according to honor and grace but the birth of the son of god is otherwise for else what would he have been more than all who are born again and he would be proved too inferior to the spirit inasmuch as his birth would be by the grace of the spirit how does this differ from the jewish doctrine but mark next the part of the holy spirit in the divine work for whereas above some are said to be born of god here we find the spirit generates them the wonder of nicodemus being roused again by the words he who is born of the spirit is spirit christ meets him again with an instance from nature marvel not that i said unto thee ye must be born again the expression marvel not shows that nicodemus was surprised at his doctrine he takes for this instance something not of the grossness of other bodily things but still removed from the incorporeal nature the wind the wind bloweth where it listeth and thou hearest the sound thereof but canst not tell whence it cometh and whither it goeth so is every one that is born of the spirit that is to say if no one can restrain the wind from going where it will much less can the laws of nature whether the condition of our natural birth or any other restrain the action of the spirit that he speaks of the wind here is plain from his saying thou hearest the sound thereof i e its noise when it strikes objects he would not in talking to an unbeliever and ignorant person so describe the action of the spirit he says blow it where it listeth not meaning any power of choice in the wind but only its natural movements in their uncontrolled power but canst not tell whence it cometh or whither it goeth i e if thou canst not explain the action of this wind which comes under the cognizance both of thy feeling and hearing why examine into the operation of the divine spirit he adds so is every one that is born of the spirit augustine but who of us does not see for example that the south wind blows from south to north another wind from the east another from the west and how then do we not know whence the wind cometh and whither it goeth bede it is the holy spirit therefore who bloweth where he listeth it is in his own power to choose whose heart to visit with his enlightening grace and thou hearest the sound thereof when one filled with the holy spirit is present with thee and speaks to thee augustine the psalm soundeth the gospel soundeth the divine word soundeth it is the sound of the spirit this means that the holy spirit is invisibly present in the word and sacrament to accomplish our birth alcuin therefore thou knowest not whence it cometh or whither it goeth for although the spirit should possess a person in thy presence at a particular time it could not be seen how he entered into him or how he went away again because he is invisible Hamo, or thou canst not tell whence it cometh i e thou knowest not how he brings believers to the faith or whither it goeth i e how he directs the faithful to their hope and so is every one that is born of the spirit 
as if he said, The Holy Spirit is an invisible spirit, and in like manner every one who is born of the Spirit is born invisibly. Augustine, or thus, If thou art born of the Spirit, thou wilt be such, that he who is not yet born of the Spirit will not know whence thou comest, or whither thou goest. For it follows, so is every one that is born of the Spirit. Theophylact. This completely refutes Macedonius, the impuner of the Spirit, who asserted that the Holy Ghost was a servant. The Holy Ghost, we find, works by his own power, where he will, and what he will. Verses 9-12 through 12. Nicodemus answered and said unto him, How can these things be? Jesus answered and said unto him, Art thou a master of Israel, and knowest not these things? Verily, verily, I say unto thee, We speak that we do know, and testify that we have seen, and ye receive not our witness. If I have told you earthly things, and ye believe not, how shall ye believe if I tell you heavenly things? Amo. Nicodemus cannot take in the mysteries of the divine majesty, which our Lord reveals, and therefore asks how it is, not denying the fact, not meaning any censure, but wishing to be informed. Nicodemus answered and said unto him, How can these things be? Chrysostom. For as much then as he still remains a Jew, and after such clear evidence persists in a low and carnal system, Christ addresses him henceforth with greater severity. Jesus answered and said unto him, Art thou a master in Israel, and knowest not these things? Augustine. What think we, that our Lord wished to insult this master in Israel? He wished him to be born of the Spirit, and no one is born of the Spirit except he is made humble. For this very humility it is which makes us to be born of the Spirit. He, however, was inflated with his eminence as a master, and thought himself of importance because he was a doctor of the Jews. Our Lord then cast down his pride in order that he may be born of the Spirit. Chrysostom. Nevertheless, he does not charge the man with wickedness, but only with want of wisdom and enlightenment. But someone will say, What connection hath this birth of which Christ speaks with Jewish doctrines? Thus much. The first man that was made, the woman that was made out of his rib, the barren that bare, the miracles which were worked by means of water, I mean Elijah's bringing up the iron from the river, the passage of the Red Sea, and Naaman the Syrian's purification in the Jordan, were all types and figures of the spiritual birth, and of the purification which was to take place thereby. Many passages in the prophets, too, have a hidden reference to this birth, as that in the Psalms, making thee young and lusty as an eagle. And blessed is he whose unrighteousness is forgiven. And again, Isaac was a type of this birth. Referring to these passages, our Lord says, Art thou a master in Israel, and knowest not these things? A second time, however, he condescends to his infirmity, and makes use of a common argument to render what he has said credible. Verily, verily, I say unto thee, We speak that we do know, and testify that we have seen, and ye receive not our testimony. Sight we consider the most certain of all the senses, so that when we say we saw such a thing with our eyes, we seem to compel men to believe us. In like manner, Christ, speaking after the manner of men, does not indeed say that 
he has seen actually, i.e., with the bodily eye, the mysteries he reveals, but it is clear that he means it of the most certain absolute knowledge. This then, viz., that we do know, he asserts of himself alone. Hamo. Why it is asked, does he speak in the plural number? We speak that we do know. Because the speaker, being the only begotten Son of God, he would show that the Father was in the Son, and the Son in the Father, and the Holy Ghost from both, proceeding indivisibly, Alcun, or the plural number may have this meaning, I and they who are born again of the Spirit, alone understand what we speak, and having seen the Father in secret, this we testify openly to the world, and ye who are carnal and proud, receive not our testimony. Theophylact, this is not said of Nicodemus, but of the Jewish race, who to the very last persist in unbelief. Chrysostom, they are words of gentleness, not of anger, a lesson to us when we argue and cannot converse, not by sore and angry words, but by the absence of anger and clamor. For clamor is the material of anger. To prove the soundness of our views, Jesus, in entering upon high doctrines, ever checks himself in compassion to the weakness of his hearer, and does not dwell continuously on the most important truths, but turns to others more humble. Whence it follows, If I have told you earthly things, and ye believe not, how shall ye believe if I tell you of heavenly things? Augustine, that is, if ye do not believe that I can raise up a temple which you have thrown down, how can ye believe that men can be regenerated by the Holy Ghost? Chrysostom, or thus, be not surprised at his calling baptism earthly. It is performed upon earth, and is compared with that stupendous birth, which is of the substance of the Father, an earthly birth being one of mere grace. And well hath he said, not, ye understand not, but ye believe not. For when the understanding cannot take in certain truths, we attribute it to natural deficiency or ignorance. But where that is not received, which it belongs to faith only to receive, the fault is not deficiency, but unbelief. These truths, however, were revealed that posterity might believe and benefit by them, though the people of that age did not. End of chapter 3, verses 1 through 12.